take one. Welcome, Phil Walter, to the eighth podcast in our series known as The Night Watchman. Ooh, sounds scary. Yes. Uh, now, the first question that was on my list to do is um, the fact that you haven't got a very big base at Mawson. It's not a very big base, really, is it? It is the largest Australian Antarctic Australian, base. Australian Antarctic base. But when we talked about um, the Russian one, that is probably about a third of the size of the Russian one, or even half, yeah. or even a quarter of the size. Could be, yeah, probably even less. Sorry, Melodovnia? Yeah. Mola. Mola Dovnia. Disney. 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 Yes. That got it right. <laughs> we digress. Yes, We've only just started. I know. It's going to be a long podcast. Beware, people. Tell me about the population in terms of the uh, winter, the, the summer population and the winter population, because I know there's a variation between the two. Yes, well, in the summer. Summertime is Australian summertime. Australian summertime. Right, yep. You get a lot of what we call summer tourists. Yes. And these are the people that come down and, and do the, all the summer work. The good stuff. Looking at yeah. icebergs and go, wow. Yeah. In this case, this particular year and the year before, it was geology and geophysics. Oh, so they actually specif- specify the type of um, tasks for that. That's right. That. In years past, it was national mapping doing um, mapping work. Okay. Things like that. Yep. So that would be probably something like about 80 people coming and going through the base. Oh, or, oh okay. So including the core, the core staff would be whatever it was, and then 80 or so coming into the base. Yes. Okay, so you have to have a bit extra accommodation to deal with that and obviously more food and... Yes, well, Mawson, instead of manning a base, it was actually became, over that period of several months, the uh, centre of the operations right. of the summer Because it was field. really busy, wasn't it? I mean, you've got Very people busy. flying in and flying yeah. out, Aircraft ships coming, coming and in. going, yeah. fuel being dumped all over the place. Yeah. Now, eventually, the summer people will go, and there's, in our year, 29 people okay. were left. So they're, they're like the hardcore, hardcore, hardcore um, geophysicists and weather people and dog handlers and cooks and radio radio operators, a doctor and, and diesel mechanics, mechanics, yes. And what about um, 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 washing machine mechanics? We had one of them. You get to <laughs> <Did> that. <laughs> uh, so that's your core team. So basically, March, February, they start to, the rest of the team, the big group starts to go home. Yes. Yeah. March. Yeah. And then you just sort of start hunkering down because the weather starts getting colder, darker. Yeah. And, and you sort of get into... after that, the sea freezes. Yeah. So no... it must be quite an extraordinary thing to actually be sort of awake one night, uh, one morning, and it's, the sea's lapping up against the thing. And literally the day or two later, it's frozen solid. It was. Yeah. The very first time we got up and we said, it's frozen, it's what? frozen. Do you sort of get your ice skates out and just try and go a bit of a skate? Not at that point. Because it'd be pretty thick. <laughs> it takes but... a little while to get thick enough. So, that, so that's much lower than zero, isn't it, for, for freezing the salt water? Salt water, you generally need something like around minus 15 degrees or something like that for yeah. it to start to freeze. Yeah. So is there, would there be a layer of fresh water above the salt water to freeze it? Or no. Or just salt water, salt water? Salt water freezing. Yeah. And as I discovered, when it got thick enough to skate on, <laughs> you didn't slide over it with the skates. Because it was Bounced. salty, sludgy sort of stuff. So it's stuff. A very un- undulating. Yeah. Not even undulating. It was nice and flat, but it was all... Uh, Craggy. It was just salty sludge on the surface of the ice. Okay. And the, and the not, not... skates just didn't 
slide over it. Okay. Now, that's not to say it was like that the whole year. That's just how it started off. Okay. We digress again. Okay, so you, the, the main team has left. The, the, the main body, 80-odd uh, uh, summer people have left. You guys, the core people, 29 of the core people, are settling in for the winter Correct. thing. Now, how many months are we talking about for that period? Well, that goes from March through to late December. Okay, so it's a good, good nine, yeah. nearly nine months. That's right. Yeah. So it's, it must be quite a daunting thing to think about. You know, you're not going to be able to see anybody else for nine months. Communications is very basic in terms of communicating with back mm. to Australia. You've, you're doing your work, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but yeah. that's 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 a bit of a slog. It was, but it depends. It, different people react in different ways. Mm. I happen to be that sort of person that loved it. Mm, just got on with it and enjoyed it, yeah. enjoyed the solitude, enjoyed the thing. Well, I think one of the questions I had when I was reading the notes is, how did you get paid? Did you just have, it was just deposited into your account? It went into your account back home. Right, so you came back with a massive account, ma massive balance when you finished this because you had no way to spend it. Uh, that's right. You know, Everything all... you earned was in your account. Yeah, so that's uh, like a big bonus to say, hey, you've just earned $10,000 for the year. Yeah. You'd have no worries, no no rent, no nothing, no food, no... I think it was 10 or 11, maybe even 12, I can't remember. Something yeah, like very, that. Very, very yeah. enticing. Okay, so we've got 29 people in the base. Um, what sort of duties, extra duties did you have to do? Well, there were things like water supplies. So water supplies, are you talking about having to maintain the water supply? So it kept... Yes, yes. In the winter, water was not easy to come by. You had yeah. to melt and yet you're the surrounded ice. by water. You know, right. there's ice, yeah. there's frozen stuff all over yeah. the place. And yet you had to melt the ice behind the base. And how did you do that? You did, did you electrically? Or? Yes, we had special homemade elements. It's like the thing they put in the, the old teacup, the teapot, uh, the kettle. A you know, bit those, bigger, but yeah. yeah. So you stick that in there and it just uh, bubbles the water away. Free, uh, yeah, just, yeah, and melts big ice caverns behind and then the you base. Just, do you gravity feed it or siphon it off? Or yeah, just gravity feed. You, you had a pump to get it going. Yep. And then you relied on the gravity once once it was going to suck to get it down to the water tanks at the main part of the base. And what's the quality of that water? Is it, I mean, obviously it's pure, pristine, but yeah, you know, sort of water that was you know, thousands of years old. Yeah. And pure, pristine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we've moved on. So that's the sort of winter. There's a group of guys who are doing stuff. Yeah. So one is the water one. Yep. Yeah. What else? There is was the slushy duties. The so, cook's assistant for a week. Oh, okay. So it's for a week. You're on, on for a week, and then on the seventh day... You rested. You didn't rest. <laughs> <laughs> you were the cook. Oh, okay. The cook had the seventh day off. I suppose it's all got to rotate round through everybody's doing something extra to keep the base running on, on top of their own jobs. Yes, exactly right. All right. So there's the slushy man, there's the water man, what, there's the dog man, I suppose, taking the dogs for a walk, you know, every day, no? Well, look after the dogs, yeah. Because would they have to exercise them during the winter time? To tell you the truth, because yeah. I never had to do it until yeah. I actually used them. Yeah, well, you seem to have used them a lot through the, all yeah. these episodes we've had, but you never seem to take them for a walk or, you know, give them a brush or do their nails. No, no, no. no none no, of that. I must very you know, check yeah. Their, yes. And what's the other one? There was one other. Oh, yes. Yes. Tension moment. Nightwatch. Nightwatch. Sounds a bit like um, some sort of movie a detective thing with a night watchman. You know, but yes. I suppose in some respects, looking at the notes, that was an important job. It was an important job. Mm -hmm. It was a safety thing. Yeah. Because particularly at night, uh, if fire broke out, you could be in serious trouble. 
But a fire in Antarctica, it doesn't. What's it got to burn? I mean, obviously there's there, fuel around. There was fuel. But it's diesel we, we fuel. We had wooden buildings that were heated okay. by kerosene. Okay, got If kerosene. you had those heaters yep. with a slight leak. Over decades, you can imagine. There'd be I, saturated wood with it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I suspect my own office was probably highly inflammable. Yeah, a spark could have set it off, and there would be other buildings like that as but well. But it's freezing cold. You know, it's how can it, how can something burn? There's H two O everywhere, mm. but it's as dry as cotton. Yeah, on yeah. Earth. It's, it, there's water everywhere. It's cold, but a tinderbox of dried, exactly. dried wood and exactly. old kerosene. Yep. So it was a real it was a real issue. It was a real issue. Every night someone was a night watchman. Yeah. And they had to inspect all the buildings, especially around the general part of the base. Uh probably did about two or three, maybe four times a night, something like that. So how long you would did it, the rounds. how long it would take to do a round? I mean Oh, probably about Half an hour, forty minutes. And you just like go that. and check, just smell, look yeah, for any smoke. Yeah, that's right. Go and open all the doors, look in, have a sniff, and things like that. And, and that would, everybody would have to do that over a month. That's that right. Was it? Well, roughly a month. There was twenty-nine of us, so it's every twenty-nine days your time came around. So you would have to do a whole night's work on top of your normal day job. In my case, yes. So wouldn't that sort of knock you out for a couple of days just to try and get back into a rhythm? Yeah, it did take a little while to get back into a rhythm. Yeah. Because most of the other people had, they were part of teams. Mm. So there are others who could take, who they could, could have sleep the in. Slack if, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in my case, it, my team had one in it. Yeah, so. team of one. <laughs> well, as you said, when you went to Muller Desney, you know, he had a whole team of seven or eight of them. Yeah. Or 11. Not at all. Yeah. So, um, uh, okay, you're, you're doing your rounds. Uh, what happens if you detect a fire? Help! Help! And everyone was asleep. You raise the alarm. But how do you raise the alarm? I was just thinking about that now, going, have you got a whistle or something, or a bell, That's or right, a, a hooter? Remember. There must have been some some system. <laughs> it's so long ago, I, I really can't But would you have exactly. a general alarm for the thing? Like, a, like a, you know, you press the button and then... There must have been be some sort an of... alarm in each building that you yeah. hit, but because we never had to actually, our year, exercise it. Yeah, because that's what I, what I thought in those sort of situations, you literally have to do a bit of an exercise to A, get into the rhythm of it, and B, know what to do when you do have a yes. problem. Yeah, my memory, I can't remember the details of that routine, but now. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yes, I mean, we, we did have a, a system, mm -hmm. and if there was a fire, it was all hands on deck, because so it was serious. did you have uh, firefighting appliances? Oh, yes. Like, yes. Uh, you'd have pumps... You would, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I was thinking, where, where would you get the water from? I mean, you've got a short supply of water because, you know, obviously from the the rain, the tanks, you've got the rain tanks. Yeah, which the is tanks. the drinking water. Yeah, yeah, you just have to use, or you'd have to use the salt water, stick a pump in the water. Yeah. You'd well, have to crack the ice. Yeah. Oh, no, what we did, before the ice froze, there was a pipe put in there okay. with heaters in it. Yeah, into the water, salt water. Well, it was, yeah, well, it was in the pipe itself yeah. with a view of keeping the water within that pipe liquid. Yeah. So that if you did need an, uh, an infinite supply of water for a big fire, yeah. you would go to that pipe there and the, the hose would go down through that. Into the, into the water? Into the, into a deep into water. the ocean, yeah. yes. Luckily, right. you didn't have to actually use it. That's right, yeah. um, but you had to know how. Because to. once it would spread from one to another... It could do. You yeah, could be in a serious problem because A, you could burn your accommodation down and you'd be really stuffed. Yeah. When, I, when you think about it, it's like 
the modern day adventure to take people to Mars is in a respect you're in a, in a bubble that's right for nine months or something before you can get relief or you and similar problems to what you'd have with a Mars base um, I suppose the other thing is if you had a major tro incident like that would you be calling other bases nearby saying hey there is no bases nearby. well you've got the Russian one across the way there that was quite a good many hundred kilometers away but they would have been able to set up a, some sort of resupply effort to get you help. they might have been able to help us out if they had if the aircraft could get in. Yeah. Oh, this is winter, yeah. 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 We didn't have any aircraft at that time. Oh, they took them back? Yeah, the aircraft came down on the boat and went back on the boat. Oh, because I thought summer. you sort of had a... a no aircraft okay. during the winter. So you re it, we're talking... It is isolated to the nth degree. That's right. There was it's... no getting in or out as soon as that water froze. Wow. That was it. That's what I'm saying. That's that feeling of, hey, this is really happening now. Yeah. And for people like you, it didn't really matter because you enjoyed that sort of solitude, that wilderness, whereas yeah. other guys might have started to play on their minds, saying, I'm, I'm trapped here, I can't get out. There are some people, I'm not aware of anyone who had terrible problems with that our year, but I know people have in the past. Mm. I suppose, in, in, in a sense, having the dogs around gives them a, a mental outlet, because you just go and talk to them, and they're sitting there going, oh, God, not you, them again. It was good having them around. Yeah. And... Yeah, of course, nowadays they're not there. Yeah, I know, you've got to have yeah. them talk nothing. Yeah, and talking to a skidoo or something like that isn't quite the same. No, I know, and, yeah. and, and the thing is you can't get away with that because people think, oh, he's mad. But if you start talking to a dog <laughs> that won't talk back to you, it's like, oh, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we digress. We're talking about the Watchman. So you're basically walking around every three hours, checking all the buildings. What are you checking for? Say that, that um, magnetic thing that's in the middle of your building where you walk one of your places. You open the door, like you said, you smell it, close it. That's it. Things That's around the litter at. or anything? or The only place where you did more than that was when you went to the weather hut, where they wanted you to do a weather report. So, okay, weather report, what's that mean? Stick your head out the window, uh, the wind is going at five Pretty knots. Uh, five knots, <laughs> uh, temperature's this much, I can see the star, there's no cloud cover. Yeah, the guys in the Met department said, you got some classic comments. No, no like, I can see for miles, or, or <laughs> the weather is fine and butte, and all this sort of thing. They're surfing on the beaches or something like that. Yeah. We, when we did a, a, our, our trip across the north of Australia, one of the comments in the logbook was, no icebergs sighted in the uh, Arafura Sea. So it was kind oh, of right. those funny things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a similar sort of sick humour yeah, down there. Yes. And what else did you have to do? Well, in the morning. Oh, then, the morning. In the, uh, very early in the morning, you had to wake up the people on shift duty. Okay, These so were notably radio operators and whatever met Do you bring them a cup of tea and stuff like that? Hello, darling. Cup of tea with ice cream there? No, you slap them in the head and said, wake up. You <laughs> don't pour cold water on them. Like, oh. <laughs> Tempting, though, that yes. was. No, we didn't. So that was, that was one job. We had to do others, like wash your clothes. Because there was water ration, Yeah. the system we set up was, right, whoever's on night watch the next day, they're the ones... Who wash their clothes. So you don't wash your clothes for over a month? Then. That's yeah, what you're but saying. you don't sweat down there either. Well, you probably stink a bit, but you probably couldn't yeah. smell it because it's all frozen solid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. so... If you really had to, you could uh, you could approach whoever was on night watch and ask if you could do some washing. So is, is, is the washing machine a loud, clanky old body of a thing? No, as I recall, was it a twin tub, I think? Ooh. If you remember the old oh, twin I do tubs, remember, yeah, the my washing side one, yeah. and the rinsing yeah. side, or the spin dry. Yeah. So it was quite an elderly thing at the time, I suppose. Well, yeah, I think it had probably been around there probably five or six years or something, mm. I'm guessing. Yeah. 
So, okay, that's one of the things you bring in. What is we bring? I'll bring in the washing machine. So you only have one washing machine. What about when all the big, the other guys turn up, the 80 odd? That must be swamped in yeah. terms of capacity. That's right. All right. So you're washing your clothes. And how do you dry your clothes in Antarctica, people? One of those clever questions. There was an app called Bisco. Bisco. Which was in days of yore before our time. It was the general rec room where everybody lived if they weren't asleep. Mm -hmm. Now it was being used, amongst other things, for laundry and drying. You'd hang your clothes out there as well, inside. So have it, because it'd be warm, kept warm, wouldn't it? Have a heating yes, system. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you can dry your clothes. I was yeah. going to say, you sit there, put, put it out on the line. Because the catch was when I went to use it, did the washing, put it in the spin dryer, it wouldn't work. Oh, yeah, this is this clever thing that you had to fix your own appliances. Yeah, well, I so asked about that. They said, oh, that hasn't been working for many weeks. So they'd never, they'd never just, just hang them up to drip dry? Yeah, you rinse them out by hand. Oh, it's broken, we can't yeah. use it. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, I'm going to have a go at fixing this. Oh. So I found... Because you've had experience doing this, haven't you? Well, it turned out my father used to renovate fridges and washing machines, oh. and I would sometimes help him. So I knew my way around washing machines. It's not so, difficult, really, is it? Not really. But it's, it, it is... It's like, oh, it's that white thing, you've got to pull it apart and go, oh no, and then once you do, you go, oh yeah, look, there's a pipe there, yeah. it's a so, pipe there. Yeah, so I disconnected the hoses, and I found a sock had got right through the hoses and into the water pump of the spin dryer. Ah, so, yeah, because that's the sucking out the water. That's right, so I, just, I had to pull out the sock. How the hell did the sock get in there? I can't recall ever seeing that happen, a whole sock getting into a pump. Yeah. Anyway, it did, pulled it out, hitched it all back up again, and Beautiful. Our, our washing you machine You must have worked. been a saint coming out of the washing machine. I've fixed it all. And they go, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. The Sparky was elated because Sparky being the ele electrician, he was probably the one you'd call on to say, can you fix this? Mm. And he was going flat out. He didn't have time to do stuff like that. So when I said I'll fix it, he, w he was very happy. I was going to say, the other thing is, did, did, did the Mawson base have like a, a, a tower with like a strobing red light, you know, to, to indicate when it's, that it's there? You no. know, like on, a radio, on, a, on an airstrip that you'd have that... Well, seeing there was no aircraft, no aircraft during the winter ever went over there, it was hardly necessary. You didn't have a million satellites up there viewing everything back in those yeah. days. I suppose you could see some of the satellites in, the, in those early days. I mean, this is the 70s. You know, we've, we've been in space for like 20 or 30, 20, 30 years by then. I mean, the other night there I saw a meteor shower, the meteor yeah. shower that came across Perth. You know, you saw a yeah. couple of good ones. So okay. That was kind of interesting yeah. to watch. I so. forgot to get up for that. Yeah, wasn't that late, yeah. but anyway. Um, okay, so fix the... Washing machine. Fix the washing machine. What's the other big job you have to do? Ah, oh, the big job. Yes. Yes. This is the crux of the exercise, the crux. people. Yes. yes. We had to tend the crapper. The system for this thing, which was called Law Hut, I might add. Law, as in L... L-A-W? As in Henry Law, no, not Henry, no, no, Lawson. As in Philip Law. Philip Law, okay. Philip Law was quite well known, particularly in Australian Antarctic Law. Which means nobody yeah. knows about him. Because who knows who knows about Australian Antarctic stuff? Australian people. He, he was a director yes. from nineteen twenty nine to thirty six or something like mm -hmm. that. Director of ANARI, which is Australian and Sorry, A N A R E Australian National Antarctic Research Expedition. Yes. Which has been going on yeah. for quite a while. Yes. Right. So when they built the hut 
for the crapper, and they decide to name it Law Hut. Oh, I bet you he's turned in his grave. Or oh, he's probably still alive. He was still alive back yeah. then. He was director back then. And being a good Aussie, he thought it was great. He thought it was fun. <laughs> if you were Russian, you'd say, what? You're calling me after the crapper? No. Anyway. Ask me what we had to actually do with it. Yeah, well, I, I did want to get. To, I actually don't want to get this part because it's quite disgusting. People, so it is not. Uh, please block your ears if you're not. If you're a sensitive type of person. So, Phil Walter, what did you have to do with the crapper? First off, we came in. There was four large drums. Forty-four gallon drums. Yeah, I, I think that's what I call them. Yeah, you say large drums. That's a big drum about this big. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry for the for yeah. the yeah forty-four gallon no, drum. Pro- they could have been eighty-eight litres or something. Whatever it is, yeah. hundred litres. First off, there was one full of ash where it had been burnt the day before. So you so, burn it? Yes. You burn the shit. I mean, the, 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 the well, the poo. You actually did literally burn the shit out of those drums. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be black and, and, and soot everywhere and ash on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. But we had a long handle shovely type thing that you'd get in, you scoop it out, put in something, I can't well, remember. Well, you just have something and tip some it up and pour it into a. A, a you didn't tip those things out. They were, they were fast and hard. Okay. So you... So you, you cleaned it out. Okay, so you didn't get it out of... You didn't sort of slide it out and then... No, you had to go in from the top. Okay. So you <laughs> open up the toilet, yeah. toilet seat. Now tell me, what does that look like? Is it like a row of cubicles? Four of them. So a little cubicle, a little door with a nice toilet seat. Looks quite quaint. You don't yeah, freeze your bum on. Which you, you don't there because it's always warm in there. Okay. Because almost always, not all, but um, particularly after after the burning, it was quite warm. Yeah, because we, you know, they usually don't put a lot of effort into the toilets facilities. They did here. Yeah. it's pretty important. Because you ha- you will get frostbite when you've you got to be there for a not in period. not in Lower Hut. Okay. As I was saying, it's, it's warm. quite warm wow. because, and here's why. You clean that out. You would then look at the other three, and you would choose which one okay, is the most full. Yep. Yeah, a, subject, a subjective view. You don't sort of have a dipstick. No. Sort of go, oh, yeah, that's three quarters full. You went by appearance. <laughs> and I suppose over a day, because it's done every day, it wouldn't be filled up that much. No, not all that I mean, much. you know, it's, it's yeah. fluid and yeah. poo and yeah. toilet paper. Well, all the wee you had to get rid of before you... The what? You had to wee before you poo? That's right. Oh, okay. That made your chances of getting a good fire much better. But, well, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you did that into a separate... Um, Receptacle. Uh, so you've got one drum on one side for wee and the other drum on the other side for poo. Is that basically it? Uh, sort of. You okay. had one drum, just one. That must be stink like anything. And then you had four... Four poo-poos. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you would um, choose... You'd say, right, that one's the fullest one. You get a can of ATK, aviation fuel, no less. ATK, not, not, not an assault rifle, yeah. AK-47. And you'd tip a set amount... And don't ask me what. How much is a set amount? Half a bucket? I can't remember. There was. But that fuel's really expensive over down there, isn't it? ATK. It was. uh, ATK, when it reached its use by date, it was good for nothing else but. How do you know what? When you. Is is it on the actual can? Yes. So it says used by. They had it used by date because when the aircraft are down there and flying, you don't want to have suspect fuel. Yeah. Anyway. So the whole place must reek of of kerosene. I mean, the, the base. You got that wafting, unless the big uh, thing comes up. Those know. that had kerosene heaters. Yeah. Got did. kerosene heaters, you got blowing up toilet bottles, <laughs> toilet bombs, yeah. and then diesel generators. Um, you know, the place must have a, a whiff of its own. I suppose, Coffee. like you said, when yeah. he first started, Antarctica smells like nothing. 
That's right. There's nothing to smell. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah. You say right. That one burns. You tip the set amount. I can't remember how much it was. We must have had a container. You put so much in. Mm -hmm. Then you throw a match on. <laughs> Off she went. Done. Now, now. Not not you, quite done. You've you've made a bit of an error here in the sense that, okay, the drums are underneath the toilet. Yeah. You haven't removed the drum out. The drums don't move. You set fire to the drum with the toilet on the top. No, first off, you, the, you remove the wooden top so that that doesn't get burnt. For the toilet seat? Yeah, the toilet seat. And it doesn't, it doesn't go bang. It shouldn't go bang. Let's put it that okay, way. Okay, well, that's why you put kerosene on something. I thought it goes a bit bang. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a story about that we'll get to in a tick. Right. Having done that, you are then the one that you've just emptied when you first came in. The last nice one. Yeah. You built a wooden teepee with uh, old pa scrap paper yeah. within it. And that's, and then having done it, and it's quite an art to it, you have to practice and be good at it. Yeah. And, and then you just tip some ATK on it, and then that's it, done. You've set it for the next night's Night Watchman. So the first one, which you were scooping out the ash. Yeah, that's and, the one yeah, that you then have to set a new uh, setup. That's with the, with the TP. TP. Yes. So you burn that one. You've already set fire to the say number two. Yeah. With the with the thing that's burning away quite nicely. Yes. Inside the hut, the, where the toilet is. Yeah. So you got all the fumes. That's nice and warm by now. Oh yeah, toasty. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, and so. That's while that's done. Sometimes you had company of people. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? There they go. Got marshmallows. <laughs> so that one's burning. Uh, and this one, the, the old one from last night, has got the, the paper in it, which has got a little few looms of paper. That's And you're setting fire to that one. That's burnt down. Yeah, so you set fire to one. You're setting a new um, potential fire in another one. Part of your duties as the night watchman, setting fire to things and also checking that there's no fires around the whole thing. Yes. It's I like a bit of a conundrum, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> now, so, um, yeah. Could things go wrong doing oh that? Oh, my God. You're just exploding poo. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 uh, the mental image of an explosion of this stuff. Well, I got more than a mental image of it. Okay. Cause... Please digress. Okay, I'll, I'll digress a little bit. Okay. Because uh, I went in to use the facilities... And it just so happened our old friend, the dog man, Lars, Lars. was on night watch duty the night before. Right. So he was busy trying to light one of the drums. Right, this is the, the full, half full drums, whatever. Yeah, so he puts a set amount in, lights it, and it wouldn't burn. Tries it again, wouldn't burn, wouldn't burn. So you're sitting on the toilet. Watching him. You're sitting on the toilet doing your business on the one that's not burning. Obviously. And you can hear him about three, three bays up going, Oh, guys, you're feeling Yes, lots of Danish swear words. I don't even know any. So, what a normal person would do is say, I'll try another drum. Anyway, not Lars. No. He said, right, I'll fix this. So he got a whole stack, probably all the rest of the ATK that we had in there, poured the whole lot on it. And I said, I've got to get out of here. Yeah, jeez. How did you know you said click, 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 click? That's a bit much. Click, 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 click. He probably put everything on that he had. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot. Jeez. And I said, you're going to like that. <laughs> Laughter. So by that time, I'm ready to flee. But I didn't flee because I had to see what happened. So you're sitting on the toilet 
Not by that time. Okay, your pants aren't ready to go. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, you can hear this thing. Oh, no. He's taking the lid off the other toilet, ready for it to burn. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, he okay. threw the match in. Did it burn? Jeez. Yeah. Smoke and billowing. Say, so, why did he set fire to the whole, why did the whole place go? Well, could have done, but oh, did. really? It went everywhere. Clouds of smoke, it filled the whole place. Poo everywhere, I'm sure. No. Okay, no. damn. You said, what's that? Well, actually, yeah. it could have done, but it never got me anyway, okay. otherwise I would have remembered it. Yeah. But uh, you'd imagine. And of course, they had chimneys there, and we went outside and you saw billows of smoke coming out of that. Wow. And, and this is at night as well. He, he thought, no, 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 this, this is all done during the day. The oh, day I thought... after, there's a night watch, but then this is the following day. You did oh, this. okay, right. So yeah. it's in the game. Yeah. You know, do you do put a little note up saying burning in progress, don't use the toilets, because it might be you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's only one you, you didn't use. So was there a fair drop then between the, to the, the sitting on the toilet and the drums? Four feet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because you'd have to be a bit like of a space that. between it. That, that flame went right up the top. Shot out. A situation like that, potentially lethal, potentially burn the toilet block down. Could it happen? Potentially being a bit silly and over the top. Uh, what's the results of that for Lars? Day in the doghouse? Day on the dog chain? They send him out to tend the dogs, I think. No. <laughs> no you know what I mean? Because, you know, these are sort of issues that you go, well, that's a disciplinary issue, isn't it? No, there was... Well, I didn't go and broadcast everyone what he'd done. Well, everybody would know. It's a very small community. Well, people who were looking that way would have seen, what's all that smoke coming out there? See, that's that sort of blind if, if he burnt the place down, yeah, there would have been repercussions. Yeah. Didn't happen, so... So it was just an eventful day. Anyway, you that... very trigger-happy bumps down there, weren't they, really? You know, they're blowing up things yeah. and, you know... Blowing up all Falling off cliffs and, you oh, know, yeah. getting blown off the, the zip lines and buzz lines, what do you call them? The Blitz, bliz lines. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is not a completely safe environment. No, you have nice. to be careful down yeah. there. And I think I may have told you there were three graves down there yeah. at the time. I think you did tell it. And I think I was reflecting on that recently and just thinking how sad that is. You know, you, you have a fatal accident in a place like that. You're remembered and revered on location, but, you know, your, your, your relatives can't come and, you know, they're, they're fathers of fathers, brothers... You know, um, you know, people who have family back yeah. in, in Australia, wherever. I think probably what happened because these deaths happen in the middle of the year. Yeah. There's no getting bodies out. No, but, but you... so they they did, and they made graves. Now graves were made by piling rocks on top of the. Yeah, it's like a can, isn't you it? can't dig holes. That's there's right. some solid rock. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a can. And so that body's almost they, frozen in, perpetu in perpetuity. That's you exactly could excavate right. that and there'd still be just a frozen hundred, in mummy. In a hundred years, you'd find a sort of frozen mummy there. Yeah, because they're perched on a rock. On a rock, actually, on buried. West Arm, yeah. which, which was one of the parts of, of uh, Fish, the bay. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose a lovely location. But, I mean, would you have had to preach somebody, take on the job as the... the you know, the, the preach, yeah. the, the... It could have been, because it, luckily it never happened in our year, so... Mm. But it was pretty close, know. given the, the adventures but, you've had. But they would, have, they would have had proper funerals yeah. down there. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, at sea, you'd bury them at sea. Yeah, but, well, it's probably a little bit like that. Their bodies are there in per perpetuity. Mm. The only thing I would say is they're very photographed graves. Everybody takes yes. photos of it, so... But like I said, but, that's, a, that's like a tourist attraction in a sense, in, 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 a, in a morbid sense. 
You could say that. I've got my own sets of photos. You, you, take, you get out on West Arm, you have the graves in the foreground and the, and the um, base in the background. As you said, Antarctica is a very, can be a very dangerous place. And yep. there's all sorts of reasons why you can die. You know, people that had appendicitis or something like that that they can't operate on. Yeah, and you remember there was a case of a doctor down there yeah, well, back to... in the late 90s had to operate on herself. Yeah. Otherwise she would have died. And there's another one too who went down there and developed leukaemia or something like that. Yeah. Some, very, some sort of yeah. issue, yeah. All right, now, so we've blown up the toilet. You've done your bit. You've wandered around the thing. Um, uh, and you've also uh, doing your own duties as well. So any sort of weird stuff happening? Yeah, there was one weird, weird one. Just doing my patrols, come up to the rec room. There were some people there. One had a, I think it might have been the cook, Richard Cody. I think it was him. Had a set of hair clippers. Oh, These people were, they were really stoned out of their brain. How could and, they be stoned out of their brain in Antarctica? Was he brought some weed down? No, lots of booze. Uh, lots of booze. Lots of booze. Okay, yeah, that's stone's of not the right word then. Okay. <laughs> Just checking, Jay. It is the 70s, hello. Well, they were, they were off their brain and they decided they'd start cutting hair. And because you guys had big mops of hair in those photographs. Well, yes, you, you know, they didn't, nobody cut nobody's hair then. You didn't, I noticed you got very nice hair. Yes, thank you, darling. Yes, yes, yes. After my previous attempts, yes. yes. Digress again. Yes. So I was watching this and I thought, these guys don't know what. So here's doing. the image. You're, it's dark outside because you're doing Night Watchman. You've got your furry hat on, you're looking through the window like a little puppy, and there's these crazy people in the game. I was right in there watching it. Okay. Standing there, grinning, looking at them. Taking photos? For oh, later? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually made a whole uh, clip, YouTube clip, video clip. of this incident, <laughs> which I might put a link in. Okay, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. For anyone who's watching this on YouTube. So crazy, uh, drunk as uh, skunks. A decent person who was sober would have said, put a stop to that and said, before harm was done. I let them... Oh, you, were the same one. you were the same one. That was your job as well, was it? I was sorry. They uh, continued on their merry way and I finished my night watch patrol. Next morning, <gasps> we got up for breakfast. Mm. I don't know if any of them can really remember what happened. They actually had breakfast when the cook was the main culprit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, just sort yeah. of yeah, got up. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, well, oh, that's my hair gone? funny. They were all saying that. Mm. There was mohawks, there was some... Had Carved ball patches. Some had gone down the middle with a cut reverse, the lot reverse. Off. Some had just cut the lot off, and some had looked like the mice had been at their hair. Oh, yeah, God. it was so funny. I thought it was funny. Everybody, everybody thought it was funny except a handful of people who had their hair cut. Yeah, they were a bit. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> but I suppose in a situation like that, it's like a release valve. Yeah, you know, people get drunk and do stupid things, and it just helps to vent the energy and get yeah. a bit more. At least it wasn't life-threatening. Well, I suppose you went outside with a bald head, you know, you're not used well, to it. a bit of head okay. frost. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was just one of the weird things you see. Oh, there was actually one other. Oh, not another one. Oh. Another one, yeah. Oh, geez, so I was about to cut that one. Sorry, let's continue. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, this was not me, it's not. Watch. I got up in the morning, got down to my GL hut, there was a blizzard blowing. Another one. And I found my office door open. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Oh, here's the here's the mystery one. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. So I had a look inside, and you have a coal porch. Yeah. One side goes to the outside, and the other side goes into your yeah. main office. Yeah, it's like an ant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because this door was left open, 
the wind just blasted the interior door open. And all your everything was full of snow, drift snow. Yeah. It piled in there. <laughs> the night watchman had obviously not quite clipped it right. Mm. One of the reasons could be a little bit of bice gets in the latch. You know those wedge type latches? Yeah, yeah, they lift up. You see them on boats a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, now, if a bit of ice had got in there or something, it could have not gone right up into a locked position and just slipped back yeah, out. Step, something yeah, like that. Rattle it, yeah, it was a yeah. Shit, yeah. And um, so I got out to an office full of ice. So before I could do my record changes, I was out with a shovel. <laughs> because take, if it, was it, doesn't take, there, it doesn't take long, does it? You had to get it out of there before it started melting. So yeah, because it destroy your paperwork. Exactly, destroy everything. Yeah. I knew. I found out who was on night watch the night before. And he said, "Excuse and, me, uh, mate." Yeah. Uh, he knew he'd done it. I knew he'd done it, but we didn't say anything. Yeah. And so you would. That's so what I'm saying. You did the the night watchman every month. That was your monthly duty. That's right. Once a month. Yeah. Yeah. And so somebody obviously gets a bit of a break because they're 29th man. Was it done as a lottery? No, so it's you, a cycle. So it's every, the, OIC, the 15th is your yeah. day? Yeah, the OIC would made up a roster. That was his job. And then we just followed it. Uh, and when our term came, he did night watch. Now, occasionally, for some reason or another, someone couldn't do it that day. They could swap with someone else. Mm. That's fine. Yeah. But everybody did their fair share of the night watch. Yeah. And that is how we did it back in those days. So the Night Watchman, ladies and gentlemen, was not the great detective show that we thought it would be. It was burning poo, watching for fire, making other fire, and generally just wandering around the space. Now, what happens if it was a very blizzardry, blizzardry night? That would make it pretty damn hard. My very first Night Watch, I've forgotten about that. Yep. You remember we talked about the guy who took us out on the dog trip inland? His name was Ian McIntosh. Mm. Well, it just so happened when I first arrived, I copped night watch duty in the first week or two. Yeah. And, and we would go out with one of the old personnel yeah. and they would show us the ropes. Yeah. That was fine. Of course, typical me cops a night with a blizzard blowing. That's what I thought. So Ian decides, right, he's going to really find out all about I'm going to every single building on the base, oh, including the ones that were way out. So he was just giving you yeah. another giggle. Ha ha ha, yeah, I took exactly. you into all the shots. And you go, you bastard. Exactly. Now, what made things worse, being a summer blizzard, the rocks were a little bit warmer, so when the, the drift snow hit the rocks, it would melt turn, a little bit and then refreeze. Yeah, ice, ice. Yeah. And turn into ice, and it was so slippery. That's when I first learnt the use of blizz lines. Mm. So yeah. like I said, your blizz lines were just holding on to it. You weren't clipped on it like Oh, a... no, no. You just held and dragged yeah. yourself along. Yeah. But uh, my first blizzard was a night watch. Because that's a night. really scary option, uh, idea. You know, literally it is, it is a thing that's assaulting your senses. It's roaring noise. It's blasting your that's face. Right. It's pulling you off, you know, literally knocking you off your feet. And ironically, those buildings that were furthest out were my own buildings. I bet you was really yeah. a bit pissed off with him, so I go, damn, I thought this was going to work. He <laughs> ended up being a blizzard. Yeah. Oh, dear. So that was a life on Mawson as a night watchman. It's one of the more mundane things you have to do. All right, so that's the, is that the end? That is the end. Okay, thank you, Phil Walter. That's the end of episode eight of The Great Night Watchman in Antarctica. And... Good job. <laughs>